0: The streets of Cincinnati, welcome to the- It's gonna fly. Ooh, yeah. The beast is awake. Orange, black, and white Cause when the jungle come alive, who day yeah. we ignite and uh, Cincinnati, we gon' rise uh, in die. in the jungle we unite and uh, dripping orange, and black, and white. Who day when day we fight, and live and die in the uh, stripes. We got the beast. Every day is a feast. Time to bust it off the leash. In the jungle, dripping heat. Tigers strike the city streets. Stand up West side Stand up If you weapon, Who they Time to put your hands up Single stripes We in it New day New age Yeah we get it Cincinnati Jungle fitted Who they in our house We win it Orange and black and white We build it Earn our stripes You know we kill it Bleed our colors jungle Cincinnati, we gon' rise and up In the jungle, we unite and up drippin' orange and black and white All day when we fight, live and die and it's strikes uh, strike. Now who gotta move like it all? Now who wanna move, that's enough Now who wanna move on? If you got stripes, then you let the city know you rock 'em. Yeah, we got em, yeah, we follow Like that black and orange, I follow who ain't rockin' with the diamond stripes Flossin' on the wings, Cincinnati, sees our queen We gon' show the world who king Orange in the day, black in the night Stripes in our veins, sparks gonna fly The beast is awake, orange, black, and white Cause when the jungle come alive who we think? ignite and I'm Cincinnati, we gon' rise and I'm
1: Hey guys, what's going on? Welcome to the show. This is sports with Strawberry Ice. I'm your host, the Iceman, Jeff Trenopoulx. And as always, I'm bringing you sports from a west side point of view right here in the great city of Cincinnati, Ohio, home of Jackpot Joey Burrow, the Cincinnati Bengals, and the number two team still in the country, the University of Cincinnati Bearcats. where they scared the crap out of me. I, was, I thought for sure they were going to drop us, but they didn't. We can't have that happen again or they will drop us. Now do me a favor. If you found the show, hit that like and subscribe button. Smash that thumbs up. I am up to one thousand four hundred and five subscribers. That is awesome. I appreciate every single one of you guys. And as always, if you are watching on Facebook or Twitter, do me a favor. Go to the YouTube channel Sports of Strawberry Ice. And you have not subscribed to my channel, please hit the su- subscription button. Hit the bell for the notica- notifications. And every time I go live. You'll be notified. Also, exclusively in the YouTube chat, we're doing super chats. So, if you like to support what I'm doing, give me a super chat. Also, it helps me find your comment. If you really want me to read it, give me a super chat. I would greatly appreciate it. Now, I'm coming to you live from the Ice Cave, and the Ice Cave is brought to you by T Properties. T Properties, quality housing for quality people. Check out the website at www.tpropertiesllc.com for all your rental property management needs and your rental needs. All right, guys, I got a man who brings the party every time he comes on this show. He's full of piss, vinegar, energy. You None know other than my man, Evan McPhillips. Evan, what's going on, brother?
2: Shoot, man, that's a heck of an intro. I think uh, anybody who met me over there at the uh, Bengals event when we had the Jaguars game in town, uh, I think they'd agree with you, man. Full of piss, <laughs> vinegar, and energy. Oh, you
1: were fired up, brother. It was Yes, fun. sir. That was awesome. That game was—I mean, dude—every game, <laughs> even the ones they lost to to the uh, Packers, have been fun. Oh yeah, it's, it's just been ri- ridiculous. But we gotta get to the news of the day and our boy. You know, I, I wish there was like a you know a, a hashtag Team Chase or something going around. You know, were you know two guys that kept telling everybody they, they should draft Jamar Chase and not so. But you know, I I don't know if any of those guys existed. But looks like uh. Chase has been racking up the uh, the awards for the rookie of the week. You know, it's uh,
2: I I think it's working out okay. Hey, uh, a bit. I yeah. I I know that's a strong take to have right
1: now, but uh, I I think so. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. He's only got seven hundred fifty four yards, the most receiving yards through seven career games of any player in NFL history. A- any all. From when they started football to now, he's got the most. I mean, so where's all these people saying, you know, we're going to get Joe killed, we're going to get Joe killed. Well, he just went against the Ratbirds who historically had one of the best defenses around, and I think he only got sacked once, and he torched them for uh, 41 points. That uh, I, I think people
2: were ready to write off Joe Burrow after that Bears game, right? They, I, I don't know why, because – it was, he was barely even at that point. I don't think he was, I think that might've been just under 16 games that he was playing. So he had, obviously you have two off seasons there, but one filled with rehab and one filled with a COVID shortened off season. But this guy's coming off a catastrophic knee injury is still under that 16 game threshold. We consider a rookie season and people were ready to write him off and say, Oh, nope, three interceptions. I looked at the box score. He's done. He's, exactly. he's not even that good. He's not even good. Tell me about Justin Herbert. I want to know all about him, right? Oh yeah. And, uh, Suddenly, a couple weeks later, you know Joe's gotten a little more comfortable. The offense has stopped protecting him so much and let him really take over and let him be the guy. And you've let seen that dividend. He looks so comfortable moving around in that pocket. He was dodging rushers left and right, making big play after big play. And this this was the this was the vision, right? Yeah, exactly. Give him, give him that receiver he can throw to, who can break a play, who can make a difference, who can literally make one of the best defenses in the league say. Crap, we can't run what we want to run. We have to do everything different. Scrap it all right now. That's
1: that's the Jamar Chase effect. Exactly. Uh Titus here has a question for us. Do you think the Cincinnati Bengals are going to sign anybody at the trade deadline when it comes? Who do you think we would uh we would basically who are we gonna sign if we were signing by the trade deadline make a trade? offense lineman, uh rusher, whoever. Um I see I'm that's tough. That's yeah, tough, I don't. Those
2: are two premium positions, right? And there's just not a plethora of those guys out there. That, that's kind of what I keep. Saying. Everybody says,
1: pick this guy, pick that guy.
2: I'm like, there's a reason they they're much out there. better than yeah, your second guy on your bench right. right now. And not only that, the coaching staff really likes the group of guys they have right now. And I don't yes. think they want to risk altering the locker room chemistry or doing anything unless they feel they absolutely have to. So I think, barring any severe injury to anybody like Cheeto or one of their pass rushers, God forbid, right. knock on wood. Uh, that they would go and pursue that. I think
1: they feel pretty comfortable about where they're standing right now. Well, we also got Trey Waynes. If he ever could stay healthy, he'll, you know, right. he'll, 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 he is coming back uh, for Our $16 million, kind of million
2: dollar corner as a bonus, right? You know, <laughs> right. Uh,
1: <laughs> exactly. So hopefully, which I mean, I, people get on him about that. And I'm like, he's never was injured before. It just happens. It, soft tissue
2: injuries are so weird, man, because yeah, the it's, smallest little tweak. And if you're not a hundred percent, I mean, it's, people don't understand the force you're applying on your body to to do that, to have that quick twitch. I mean, it's, it's stressful. And if you're not hundred percent, even though you may feel like, it, even though you may want to be out there, I mean, it's, it's tough, especially when you're going up against those guys like Devonte Adams out there who you guys have to cover and it's, or Hollywood Brown, if you're not hundred percent in the NFL, it's, it's tough. And I know everybody's right. dinged up, but I mean, if you really just can't be that explosive, it's, it's better that he says, Hey, I'm not good enough to be out there right, right. now. Yeah. Instead
1: of keep trying and, and make right. it worse and where he's gone for the year, you know? Right. So it's, it's, I'm not mad at him, but trust me, the guy wants to play. Absolutely. <laughs> I mean, you see all, him, all him working. You play. see him all the yeah. time. Putting in work in the work rehab. His, it's yeah. I see him working sucks. his butt off on the rehab field, trying to come back. So yeah, I'm not mad at him. It just happens. Uh a a great, it's important to temper our expectations though we haven't won anything quite yet. Enjoy the dub, but stay focused on the ring. And that's the thing. I don't think the Bengals, if you look at how they acted after the game, it was just businesslike. I mean, I'm content. going freaking nuts, but I'm, you know, I'm a fan. I'm not the one playing. I'm doing victory laps in my, in my neighborhood. I'm doing victory laps at the bar. I'm having a, a great time. But I don't think, I think their mindset is, this is business. You know, we won. We're, they expect to win. That's the thing. That's the difference. We all, I thought they could win, but I thought it would be, you know, like I was telling Bengals captain yesterday, you know, a touchdown or a field goal game. I right. expect us to kick their ass. Right.
2: Yeah, I think that was the thing is it was always the Bengals have a puncher's chance, but we expect them to not be there yet. And uh, that was definitely – Uh, a statement win I heard people saying before the game some analysts that I listened to on various podcasts that oh well if the Bengals can prove something by just hanging with the Ravens we'll know they're legit well they didn't just hang with them they didn't just beat them they came out and blew the brakes off them and made the Uh Ravens look absolutely helpless on offense and defense so that was definitely I, I don't know that we can expect that that resounding performance every week but I hope that they have learned things from these close games like you mentioned the Bears game, the uh, Green Bay game, these close losses that they've had, even though they may have lost, hopefully they learn things from them that they could take and put forward into these Ravens games, the upcoming Chargers games, the Chiefs game, because I know they're not doing great right now, but I will, I refuse to overlook Pat Mahomes and that defense oh, with Chris yeah. Jones coming back at some point.
1: Yeah. I mean, the thing is, if you look at it this way too, is we're what, three, six points from being undefeated 7-0 and you know uh, the, right. the, the bear one less interception from joe burrow we win that game and, and then money mick i know you love that nickname money mick <laughs> if he makes that that field goal we win we're 7-0 and we're up there with the cardinals so yes. that's the thing it's, it's not like we've got we haven't got blown out of any game this year we've been in every single one of them black thorn here has a good point he says burrow chase plus our defense equals super bowls which i'm glad he brought that up because our the Bengals defense has only allowed 128 points That is the third-best start this century for the Bengals, and it's behind the 2005 AFC North champs, the 2011 wildcard team, and they're tied with the 2009 North champs. Those are some pretty good teams to be be tied with and be considered with as far as uh, Bengals history goes.
2: Absolutely, and we know that defense can sometimes be a lightning in the bottle thing where sometimes you get 14 interceptions, and then other times – those balls hit the ground and then you only end up with six, you know, like it's, it can be a little fluky in that sense. But when you look at things like pressures, like tipped balls, like that kind of tight coverage that you're looking at, that can help you say, Hey, this defense is playing well. And there's reason to believe they can continue to do that. And of course there's also the offense, which obviously data from the last 20 or 30 years has shown that offense is consistently more consistent year to year, which, They have a great offense and they have a great defense. So we know the offense is probably going to be like this and only maybe even get better each year. Whereas the defense, if they can maintain this kind of trajectory and obviously they don't need to be a top five or a top three unit like they did with Andy Dalton back then, Mm -hmm. right? They only need to be uh, the 15th best unit in the NFL or the 10th best. And what they have is a really good cohesive group of guys right now where, Maybe you don't have the high price tag guy, but you have a lot of solid guys and defense is a lot like the offensive line where if you've got a weak spot, you will get picked on there. And Mm -hmm. it doesn't matter if you've got some huge, great guy in one spot because you can typically scheme away. And certainly that limits you, but it doesn't necessarily make you completely alter your game plan. Whereas if you've got solid guys everywhere and there's not really a weak point, you're just trying to take what the defense gives you. It really limits an offense It makes life hard on them. And they've been doing just that. Yeah. That's
1: what we said all offseason. We only, we don't need to be a top five defense. We top 15 dude. Right now. We're top 10 top five defense right now. I think, which is, is shocked the crap out of me. Right. But uh, I, I was talking to you about this before uh, we went on the air. I'm doing a, another Bengals watch party. At scoreboard on a uh, shady lane in North Bend, Ohio. So if you guys want to join and have some fun at scoreboard, we had a blast last Sunday. Evan said he he might make an appearance. We'll have to we'll have to wait. My to cousin's see. over there,
2: over that yonder. So maybe I grab him and his pup, and then we uh, head over there and grab a couple drinks for the day, watch
1: a little Bengals. Sounds good to me, brother. All right, Paul says, and he's asked me this a couple of times here, or he's making a statement. He said they should call the Dolphins to make a trade for uh, Zayvon Howard. I, I don't know. I, it's that's, tricky, right? Yeah,
2: that's where I'm, It's the, not that
1: it's not that easy to just go, Hey, we're going to trade for this guy. I'm like, okay, who are you going to give up? I mean, I don't
2: right. know. That's the thing is who are you going to give up? That's a valuable asset because they've got one of the best man cover corners in the NFL right there. Um, I always have a bit of an issue with trading away assets and then promptly giving a guy a contract extension or a raise, which is something he's seeking, which is why he's on the trade block. Um, that's kind of dipping into your resources pretty heavily. You're already paying a position that tends to fluctuate a little bit in terms of who are the top five corners this year versus this year versus this year. It, it can differ, right? There's right. still really good corners, but maybe not the top five, maybe they're 15 or 20. When the there's... thing is
1: the, the, the secondary is playing really good. Right. I mean, and e- Apple, everybody got on Ela Apple and he's actually done really well. I think, I mean, not, he's not a, a Pro Bowl corner, But have you heard his name the last couple of weeks? I mean, he's been playing well, well, absolutely. The last
2: couple of weeks. And when you think about, Oh, well they have what? $7 million in Cheeto this year. They have $16 Mm -hmm. million in Trey Waynes. And then if you want to bring Xavier Howard in and suddenly he wants 19 or 20, then all of a sudden you're paying $45 million to your cornerback room. When you already are one of the higher paid defensive units in the league. So I just don't know in terms of assets that you have to give up and then cap space, you immediately have to pay to him. I, I don't like know I said, if that's something they'd be interested in.
1: And like, like I said, I can understand it if if our, that was like a beep beep flashing light. Okay, we got to fix this. I right now I don't really see a position that we have to fix. I mean, yes, we can always improve the offensive line. Yes, we always improve this, but it's not things that are we're not going to win because of this. You right. know, I think this team is playing well. And their thing is this team has chemistry and they love playing with each other. So I'm always. I don't really want to mess with that when you got something going good and rolling. You bring not that there's nothing wrong, he's a great player, but you like you said about the, the money and just bringing another guy in, right? It's just I don't know. I don't know, it's going People really good. Like now. Just just add good players. It's football. You need good players. Stop talking about all
2: this asset bull crap, right? The cap <laughs> right. is fake, everything works, it doesn't matter, right? Right. Get good players in the building. But like you said, that can mess with the chemistry a little bit. Yeah, and there is a point because Giving up those assets precludes you from getting other good players. If you give that money to Xavier and Howard, that's $19 million or $20 million a year. That could easily be a guard and a center right there for next year. Yeah. A top-tier center, a top-tier guard. That could easily be a second-round pick you have to give up that could be something else. So you're giving up two starters and a draft pick. To get one guy who you hope is going to continue to play at the same level at a position that tends to vary a lot.
1: It, it could be re-signing uh, Jesse Bates, re-signing uh, Larry Okunjue. Exactly. I mean, these guys that we have to re-sign. You know, so I, that's where I'm just. It's know. a
2: lot to give up for one player. Right. It's just, it's tough, especially even, when
1: when it's not a glaring need. You know, right. that, that's kind of where and I've had a lot of people on here. Well, we need to go get this guy. We need to go get the go get this guy. I'm like. We're five and two are <laughs>
2: playing exceptional linebacker. Cheeto yes. is shutting down receivers looking like one of the better corners in the league this year out of nowhere. I mean, right. Jesse oh, yeah. Bates is one of the best safeties in the league and the defensive line is getting pressure better than they have in six, seven years. Yeah. I mean, I just, I don't, I, I don't see, like you I said, mean, Trey sure, Hendrickson, you can get
1: a little better everywhere, but there's a lot of teams that want that. Right. I mean, Trey Hendrickson has been a godsend. He's, he's way better than, cause everybody, you said that he was going to be a, a downgrade. From, from uh from lawson bull crap <laughs> he's been an upgrade he, he's gonna lawson. be the first Bengal to get over 80 pressure since uh geno atkins and i believe yeah. 2015 I, I, nothing against carl lawson i love carl lawson but trey H- Hendrickson has been balling out a uh, ken here says uh i believe in the front office and the coaching staff to make the correct calls on trades <laughs> and picks wow i can't believe i'm saying that lol but look at what they've done. And i that's kind of what I've been saying I, I, about the drafts. They, the last two years in a draft, Duke Tobin right. has hit on everybody. The oh, who, I, who, who, who had the last two years, who has he hit on?
2: Well, I would say Drew Sample was the only like. All right. Well, that, that was three once, years ago. But that, that was a read. I, I understand. Was, no, I, 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 get it, saying,
1: I get it. I get it. 2020, 2021. Those two graphs we talk about. Yeah, yeah. Those he's hit on every. Yeah, Drew Sample. I'll give you that one. Yeah, right. <laughs> no, that's that a little little too more high. More of a value I thing. I don't think Drew Sample's a terrible player. No, it just, just like, yeah, a, just he's not a second round pick. No, maybe I, a little I, eager. Yeah, yeah. I, I agree with you on that. But then you go, you go to to all the free agency guys. But right, uh, yes. Except for Trey Hendrickson, which uh, they hit on him. He's a good player. He just gotten hurt. Everybody else is contributing like crazy. It's right. Yeah, right? I mean Larry
2: has been huge on oh that interior next to Reader. Yes. It's it's. It, it, it's really I, I want to say it's under like underrated but people like Jake Lisco especially have been very effusive of uh of his praise and how well he's played and I I still feel like he's not getting enough credit because he really has been a breath of fresh air for somewhere that the Bengals have been desperately needing not just the defensive line but the interior over the last couple of years has just been weak and so yeah. seeing how stout the Bengals were against the run. We can talk about the value of the run, whatever, but it was very nice to see how well they've played the run. And you exactly. could see that and how disciplined everyone was in all just, the option reads and all the option plays they had in the Ravens game. They were locking everything down, eyes in the backfield, not getting faked out. It was great. It was You could tell they were coached,
1: they were mm-hmm. prepared, and I was remarkably impressed. Can't yeah, say mean, for it. them to keep Lamar Jackson in the, he, in the pocket, he only had one where he really broke out and run it. Branded about five or six, seven yards maybe. that was it. the rest of them. Right. They're all keeping it in front of him. One of them I, I was really impressed with was Sam Hubbard. He went past Lamar. Lamar stepped up. He bust ass, comes back around, and Lamar basically runs right into him and he and he sacks him. Right. I mean, th- those are plays. That, that's just a freaking hustle play. And knowing that I got to get there, you know, he that's open. I got to get there and make that play for my teammates. And he st- he, he stepped up and did it. And uh, one yeah, thing I yeah. put on here, we're talking about the cornerbacks here. The, I hope this happens, but the way the Bengals are playing, I don't know if they'll pick low enough to get Sauce Gardner. I would absolutely love to get him, but that, that would be the thing that I would think the Bengals will do in the draft trying to get a cornerback, but we got a ways to go before that. But. <laughs> right, yeah. We're, hey, we're, we're, we're not under 500
2: right now. We don't need to worry about the draft right, until right. the end of the season, all right? Let's exactly. take one season to just, yeah,
1: push that to the back burner. Right. All right, real quick before I let you get out of here, do you think – Sunday's win was a Zach Taylor's biggest win bigger than last year, beating the squealers or beating the squealers to say, at home. W- which probably, one's the biggest.
2: That's probably the, the close second is that. And I think people may point to that and say, well, the Steelers were hurt, and there was some weird fluky stuff going on. And like, sure, but you're supposed to beat the backup Bengals offensive line with Ryan Finley. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I, I think it's the biggest win hands down not just because of the result but they didn't look like oh man they just kind of got so lucky into this or if this broke the different no it was a resounding win it was and it was not they got lucky here or if the ravens just did this like no they they played their asses off and guess what yeah. it didn't matter jamar chase was acting like the best cover one of the best cover corners in the NFL was non existent he was walking by him. I mean, it was silly what he was doing to Marlon Humphrey, an Alabama fan here, okay? So I, if anyone's going to try and give any of these guys props, I promise I will. But I, he got cooked, and even Marlon came out after the game and said, damn, like I I got beat. And yeah. props to him for owning that, and props to Chase for Robert Mays of The Athletic actually had an interesting comparison. He said, Jamar Chase reminds me of Aaron Donald. The way that he gets up in the press – and can get these angles on you. And that while he's working to beat the press, he's always moving vertically, always moving upfield to the point where it's so hard to combat his moves and his speed and his verticality that the combination is just unfair
1: and so impossible to try and cover. Exactly. I mean, now go back to, to, to my question. My, my, my thing is, I think this is the biggest win because of everything that was going into this win. You know, Mm -hmm. I think, I'll put it this way. The, the, the win against the Squirrels last year, I think that changed everything for Zach Taylor. I think that changed the momentum that changed the way people thought about this team. I think it changed the way the team felt about th- themselves for them to be able to beat the Squirrels with how injured they were. No Joe Burrow, stuff like that. But this game, this past Sunday, right now, I think it's the biggest win because you go from, from, okay, yeah, the Bengals are, are pretty good. We'll see what happens, you know, to, wow, the Bengals are really good. We're, we're, You know, they might make the playoffs to now they got a great shot at making the playoffs. They're number one in the AFC North or number one in the AFC in general. So I do think this is the biggest win in Jack Zach Taylor's coaching career so far. I hope there's bigger ones that come on down the road.
2: Oh, yeah. Everything well, like you said, everything on the line for that game. Like you said, the the head of the AFC North, AFC really announcing yourself what people probably believe to be a year early. Hey, we're we're not to be taken seriously. So you better go back to your schedule take that little W you got next to the Bengals and maybe erase that and reconsider really hard about whether you think that's going to be the easy
1: W you thought it would be in your team total. Exactly. Exactly. All right, man. Well, it's about uh, almost six o'clock. You say, give me a half hour. I'll let you roll on out here. You, you got uh, anything coming up or your Twitter handle or anything you want to, you want to here right while you're here for a little while.
2: Yeah, man. Uh, I you can follow me at my personal account uh, at eMcPhil. Uh, got plenty of Bengals new like just stats going on, some Bengals commentary. Uh, always retweeting some uh, good Bengals content creators out there trying to support you guys. And uh, we also got a new Bengals account starting up. Uh, Bengals stats. All so right. we're gonna be trying to uh, I like that. Gonna be trying to centralize a lot of the Bengals stats, kind of everything I see out there that's going to be Bengals related stuff that, you know, maybe your different metrics than we've been to- uh, talking about, in, you know, the past couple of years, just try and introduce people to new metrics, kind of new ways and perspectives to look at the Bengals and just one nice place for you to go. Hey, I'd like some stats about the Bengals. Let me see. And then you can just pop over there and see what's up.
1: I will definitely be hitting that up because uh, I I, lo- I love stats because especially when I talk about them on here I like to be actually know what I'm talking about. <laughs> so <laughs> I, I will definitely be hitting that up. It's called it's called Bengals Stats. When is that la- launching? Yeah, sure. Uh, I actually just got that up,
2: I believe, uh, about a week or so ago, and have kind of put a couple starters out there, uh, a couple tweets out there just to get started. Um, the one that really kind of took off that. Dolphins fans weren't happy about was the one about Jamar Chase having more receiving yards than their, uh, than their trio of wide receivers. They said was better than the entire <laughs> receiving group. Oh God. You can imagine they were not very, uh, very happy no. about that. And they wanted to give every excuse in the book, but that's at Bengal stats for anybody who wants to go check it out. And uh, we'll be trying to keep uh, sending out those stats and keep you guys in- in- informed and entertained. So everybody go give a follow. I'd really appreciate it.
1: There you go. Check out at Bengal stats. All right, Evan. As always, it's a blast. We'll definitely have to do this again sometime. And
2: oh yes, absolutely. Very it's in the new future. Absolutely, I love All coming right. on. It's always a good time. I wish I could have stayed for a little bit longer today, like eh, I usually do.
1: You're a busy guy, I know. Stuff happens.
2: Hey, that's we're we're in high demand. We're trying to keep it that way, you know. Until people find out that you know I'm a bit full of hot air and everything <laughs> yeah, else. Dude. They're like,
1: wait, why don't we listen to that guy? Oh God. Right? Yeah. Wait, <laughs> guy.
2: Did he just drink eighteen Bud Lights? I think he did. Wait, is he? <laughs> Oh, that's sorry. the guy we're listening to. Okay, <laughs> all right, yeah. Maybe we we'll think about that again.
1: Or, well, it's better to do what five shots of Hennessy or whatever that uh oh, that uh um oh Jesus what uh Beast Mode did last night.
2: Oh man, that's too much, man. That put me <laughs> on my ass before the game even started. I did pace myself at least over the course of like six or seven hours. So. <laughs>
1: me too, brother. i be on the floor. Hey, all right, man. You. I'll catch you later. Take it easy. All right, you man. Take care. I appreciate you. Yep. All right, guys. I hope you enjoyed that. Uh Let's get some of the ch- uh, let's get. Here. All right, Zach, uh Jackson acted like a spoiled little brat after hum- we humbled him. <laughs> Shows who he is. Yeah, a lot of people said that he didn't go and and shake uh Joe's hand or anybody who just left. I honestly I didn't see that to be honest, because I was too busy celebrating myself. Uh so I didn't I did not pay attention to, to that part. I know people have said that here on the show. Uh let's see here. Roy flush terry. How many wins solidifies Zach Taylor's coach now? <laughs> Now he, he's he's coming back. I guarantee you, unless unless for some reason they're going to lose every single game, yeah. He, now I, I think he's he's getting extended. Uh, my opinion. Ken, what's up, Iceman. We have to give our coaches the credit. They put it together against those rat birds. Yeah. Ex- oh, totally. And I I've been giving Lou Anarumo credit like crazy. I mean, I was completely wrong about him and this defense. I mean, what like. Evan just said, we were hoping it would be, you know, top 15 defense. Dude, they're a top 10, top five defense. I mean, they shut the Ravens down. They're shutting people down. They're sacking people a lot. The the pressure they're getting, and let's give it to Sam Hubbard too, because myself included, said he was more of a run stopper. Well, he's, him and uh, Henderson are are combined about, I think, for 10 and a half sacks this year. So we're getting after it on every level we, we can. So I'm very, very happy with with the uh, the defense, Rob. I think Boyd's Pittsburgh comment applies again with the Baltimore. They just quit because we made them, dude. Rob, when they, well, you just saw me if you came to score, scoreboard like I thought you were going to come. When they put in their backup quarterback, I'm like, oh, they're throwing the white towel. They're done. It's over, baby. I'm like, holy crap! I could, I didn't, I didn't expect them to do that, to be honest. And how cool is it? Zach Taylor out-coached a hardball. Zach Taylor out-coached it. And That's not just me saying it. People on ESPN, people on national media are saying it. Uh, it's it's so much fun. Uh, let's see here. What do you guys got going on? Um, oh, I know one thing I'll bring up here. Because I do like talking about some Reds too sometimes. Uh, actually, I, I like talking about them a lot. But they've really been frustrating this year. So. But anyway, i want to give a shout out to the Civil... Silver Slugger finalists. We got Vado, Winker, Castellanos, and India. All of them are finalists for the Silver Slugger Awards. Hopefully, that guy at the top there, my boy, Nick Castellanos, will be signed again. That would be nice, but I don't know. But that's really cool. Getting some accolades there. I know the World Series starts tonight. Um, I don't know where you guys are at. Now, I, I got to kind of bring this up. I'm going to kind of steal it from Mo Egger. And, and he's got me thinking about this. I. I'm not saying I'm not really rooting for either one of them. I the Astros as an organization, I hope they never win a World Series again. Dusty Baker as a man and a manager, I'd love to see him win one. The Atlanta Braves, I'd like to see them win it too because they haven't been there since 1999, and they they're a really good team. And Atlanta has been there so many times and hasn't won it. So I'm torn between. Who to root for, Houston or Atlanta? I mean, like I said, actually, I should say for me, it'd be it'd be Atlanta or Dusty Baker because I'm not really rooting for. I won't be rooting for either one of them to be honest. I hope they both lose, but that's not going to happen. But I'm just curious what you guys' thoughts are. Uh, I see a Blackthorn – or yep, you got the Braves. I want the Braves, and I, I, I'm I'm I would probably be more happy if the Braves won, but I would feel bad for Dusty Baker because I think Dusty Baker is a, a really good. Manager and a really good guy. Uh, let's see you, Rob, at Sizzles Sports Strawberry Ice Ice Man. Death beat. All de- oh, defense beat at scoreboard for, for the Jets. Man, I can't read. Yes, we're gonna have a party at the, a party at the uh, at scoreboard. Are you coming this time, Rob? <laughs> uh Dean McDonald, what's up, Dean? he got a personal uh i think it's the same dean where i actually show up to his house and deliver some jackpot joey stuff um <laughs> uh, have yeah, dm dm's have motors those guys never stop they go 110% every play yes and that's that is a great point and that is something you just can't teach and that is throughout the whole defense i think logan wilson is like that logan wilson has said that I thought that was you. I thought that was you, Dean. What's up, buddy? Um, Logan Wilson has, has made a statement and said that he always runs to the ball. Um, um oh my goodness. Uh not sample. Yeah, sample. Uh, not Drew Sample, Cam, Cam Sample. He's said that's what he said in his um interview when he got drafted. That he's constantly running to the ball. Wherever the ball is, he's he's not the play's not done until he gets to the ball. Those are high motor guys, those are high. Intelligent guys, I like that. Black uh, Blackthorn, you say <laughs> Baker will be fine. Go Braves! Come on, Antonio. You don't like you don't like stick-, stick ball. Come on, man. We gotta have talks about baseball sometimes, man. Come on, Antonio. Antonio. Anyway, Crown says Dusty. So that's my thing. I kind I kind of like to see Dusty win, but I don't want the Astros to win, guys. Just ugh. that's where I'm. I'm. I'm torn. Yes, yes. You are new to the to the show. Welcome. Calhead said he's still concerned with the Bengals. line. Of course he is. Guess he wasn't watching a Bengals game this year or even the Ravens Ravens game. Give it one sack. I doubt Calhead has ever watched a Bengals game on the stuff he says, you know. um, Yeah, our offensive line. Yes. Joe Burrow got hit a lot in the First half, they were doing a lot of zero blitzes. He didn't get sacked. He got rid of the ball. Then they stopped doing it, and they didn't. They touched him one time. He got sacked one time, and he just torched him. So, again, this cowhead, I have a hard time watching him. I try to watch him because he's national, and he does news, and there's not a whole lot of guys I can stand. Actually, I like listening to uh, Shine, Shine on Sports. If you have serious SiriusXLite Radio, he's on Mad Dog. I like listening to him, and he's a huge Bengals supporter. And I I liked him before he started supporting the Bengals, just to let you know. Blackthorn, you got to get out of here. Take it easy, brother. And Craig Collins, you rooting for Dusty. That's kind of, yeah, see, I, that's where I'm, I'm torn, Craig. I'm like, I'm rooting for Dusty, but I don't want the Astros to win, <laughs> you know? I'm like, ah, so I am. Yeah, we'll see. Uh, Rob. <laughs> yes, yes, yep, we gave up. The only sack against Baltimore in the third quarter with zero on the clock. Yep. I mean, our offensive line stepped up and played great. So, I mean, that's where I keep saying we're all everybody keeps saying, well, we got why don't we go pick up this guy? Why don't we go pick up that guy? Why don't we just keep what we have right now and just keep rolling with it because they're playing pretty daggone good? And Jackson Carmen is improving. Now, if we ever get injured, we're gonna be in trouble. Um like uh, multiple injuries, I should say. We're going to be in trouble. But the way Jax Carmen is playing and improving, and that's, I don't think he's getting enough props for how good he is playing. Because you guys remember, he's coming off back surgery, he's re- learning a new position. It's his first year in the NFL. He, there's a lot on his plate, and he didn't start out too good. You know, came in overweight. I I do. I think a lot of that had to do because he had back surgery and he couldn't exercise and, you know, get uh, his weight under control when he came in here. Just my opinion. And he's worked his way up and he's playing really, really good. And all this talk about Trey uh, Hopkins, nobody said anything about him. Last week, I haven't heard one person say anything about Trey. And that's the other thing I keep saying. I think Trey is going to keep getting better. Again, he's coming back from a devastating knee injury. At the last game of the season last year, and he came back same time Joe did. You can't tell me his knee's not 100%. There's no way. That's why I think he's struggling or has struggled a little bit this offseason. But the more they play, the stronger the knee gets, get, gets the better he plays. Jackson Carmen, the more he plays, the more opportunity he gets, the better he gets. And that's what this team is doing. It's like they keep gradually getting better and better and better and better. That's what you want. Do you hopefully hit the apex of the Super Bowl? That's what I'm hoping. But who knows? We'll see. Uh, Rob. I love a stud linebacker, but we really can't complain about our defense at all. I think we got a stud linebacker in Logan Wilson. I I really do. I think Davis Gaither can turn into one, too. I'm really happy with Logan Wilson. He's calling the plays for the defense. He's the Mike linebacker. He's. Always around the ball, he's a great run stuffer. I, again, I think he's a guy that is going to grow and keep getting better and better. Is he going to turn into like Ray Lewis or anything like that? No, I don't. I don't know about that. But you don't have to, and that's the one thing that's cool about this this defense. There isn't one superstar on this defense. There are a bunch of young guys that are, that are coming together and play their asses off, and always being in the right spot. And how many times? Over the last couple of years, did we have guys, especially on the defense for, for Lou, we had guys that weren't where they're supposed to be? I can't name five times off the top of my head that the defensive players are not where they're supposed to be. You know, they're they're in the gaps, they're making and we're tackling too. That's the thing, too. How many that last year? Like, oh, we can't tackle. We you know, there's so many times we missed so many tackles. We're not doing that this year, so it's just like a light switch went on to these guys. And it, it, they're they're playing unbelievable. And we are where we are because of this defense, not because of the offense, because of the defense. And we are we're gonna take on the Jets here <laughs> with with um the quarterback. Uh, oh my goodness, why I hate what I do, I can't even think of his name, but it's traded for him. He was the old um Ravens uh quarterback. We're gonna destroy the Jets. And the thing is, we were concerned like the Bengals. hopefully hopefully they at least win two out of three we're hoping you know we thought maybe they, they could win the lions game probably the jets game maybe lose the, the rappers game there's a very good chance i'm i'm 99 95 sure we're going to be three and oh on this road trip and that's awesome all right roll the flush tear, get some baseball talk in here okay the same braves that have been a thorn in our side, especially in the past playoff appearances. Screw the Braves. That's yeah, I'm with you too, dude, because I I'm back in the NL West days, um when we couldn't when they started getting hot. That was right after we won the World Series and then they went to like I don't know, two or three, two out of the last three out of the next four or something like that. And we couldn't get past them. So I again I'm kind of but I don't know. I, I kinda I kind of feel it sounds weird, but I kind of feel like I should support the Braves because I do have a lot of Georgia fans that watch me. Um, and they want to run it back, Georgia versus Cincinnati. So we'll see. Joe, yeah, thank you, thank you, Dean. Joe Joe Faco. Yeah. I, I sometimes I get on here and I'll start going to a topic, and then I try to get to my point, and then the guy's name or whatever just totally slips my mind. Maybe I'm getting old. Ken, what's up? Exactly, Ice, Man. we need to keep developing our guys. And what about Jackson's block on J's 46-yard run? He destroyed that guy. Yes, destroyed him. And, that, and that's the other thing, too. How about the game by Samar I mean, we're all last week, you know, uh, Chris Evans is our, our number two guy. J played really well. I mean, we got three running backs that are interchangeable, and they all do different things really, really well. I mean there's a lot to this team. Uh okay Chris I, we'll get back to this one. Is Xavier Surfield Xavier I just call him X. That's what I call him when it goes goes by. Is X healthy again uh for depth? Uh right now he's still not he's been on the um not the IR but the uh, he's ever been on the on the, uh, the um rehab field a lot. Um so I, I think they're trying to get him Obviously healthy to be our backup, but uh, as I'll find out tomorrow when I go to practice, see if he's out there or not. And then Ken, and we can't say enough for the way Spain is playing. Hey, Ken, I was a Spain fan last year. I know PFF didn't have him graded very well, but I was a fan of him last year. I wanted them to make sure they resigned him. I mean, hell, he played tackle for us. (laughs) He played in the very first game. He was only in the building for Three days and he played in that Titans game. He, he, I, he, I immediately respected him for that. So I always liked Quentin Spain and I'm so happy for him. He's another guy they got to try and resign. So there are guys that they got to try to resign here in this offseason, but uh, it'll be interesting. Uh, I do want to let you guys know if you are still interested in listening to me talk, <laughs> I'm going to be joining Josh on the back row Bengals podcast here. About 6 30. So as soon as I get off here, if you haven't you're not tired of hearing my voice, me and Josh will be on Backroad Podcast. Uh he's got it on, I think it's on YouTube. Uh if not, it'll definitely be on the podcast later on. So you can check it out. Now, this is one I, I a couple of clips here I want to get from Joe Burrow before I get on out of here. And people have been comparing him to Joe Montana and 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 Jamar Chase to to Jerry Rice, which I think are great comparisons. I could not stand either one of them because they played for the Sucky Niners and beat my Bengals twice. But I thought this was a great answer by Joe. And this is uh, after Sunday's game about the comparison for him and Joe Montana. Let's
0: relax. Let's relax. Sorry.
1: Let's relax with all of that. Let me be me. Let me be me. And that's just Joe right there in, in, in a nutshell. Just let me be me. Just I'm Joe. I'm, you know, I'm, he's not cocky he doesn't say anything silly you know i i, I love that and he, he's kind of embarrassed by it you know you know you see the eye roll I'm, yeah that's that's joe montana he's up here i'm just i'm just joe burrow i'm just jackpot i'm you know that's kind of the way he, he thinks about it and i i enjoy that a lot about him uh let's see here doggy what's up doggy has showed up to the chat happy you georgia bulldogs those words still haunt UC fans. Dude, I know you want to run it back. I know you do. <laughs> hey, I was hey, doggy, I was shocked that they did not drop us. I will. I, I thought for sure they were, I was so mad. I, I, I hate this. I hate it that I was so mad about a win. But I was pissed off because we we let Notre Dame hung around. And, or not Notre Dame, excuse me, Navy hung around. And they damn there came back and beat us. I was like, oh, that triple option sucks. All right, let's get to a couple here, and then I'm going to get on out of here. Uh, Mac, uh, D. Smith's still hurt. Yes, he is. He's He should be back um, sometime this year, but he is still hurt. Uh, and is the Bengals practice open tomorrow to public? Yeah. I mean, well, it's open as far as them walking to practice. And then if you want to watch practice, you got to go up on the bridge where I do, and you can watch it from there. But you can't record anything or stuff like that um, because they will ask you to stop. <laughs> Trust me, they've asked me to stop. Uh, Kevin Jones, what's up, man? How you doing, brother? Welcome to the show. Terry, yes, extend, extend Bates and Spain. I agree with you. What's up, doggy? One more here. You know, now you know what it's like being a Georgia fan. <laughs> yeah, I mean, but the thing is, dude, you guys could lose a game. You guys could lose a game and still be in it. And doggy, this is what scares me. You guys need to go if you when you get to the SEC championship game, you guys need to go and beat Alabama because if you lose to Alabama, you're going to screw us because they won't let us in. I guarantee you because they will put two SEC teams in and they won't put us in there because they have to put a Big 10 and a uh, 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 ACC or a Big 12 team in there. So if you guys lose to Alabama, I'm going to be pissed because <laughs> you're going to screw us. <laughs> uh. You're going to whoop up on him. I hope so. I, I hope so, dude. I, I, I Trust me. I'm going to be a big Georgia fan in that game. I will be a big Georgia fan in that game. All right, guys. I got to get on out of here because I got to get on to Josh's show. So, like I said, uh, I don't know if he does it on YouTube or not, but I know it'll be up on his podcast later on tonight. It's um, – or later on this week. It's called the Back Row Bengals Podcast. So, check that out. And i like to thank all the Facebook groups that let me live stream. And they are Hootay Nation, Hootay Legion, Bearcat Ruckus, Bearcat Nation, Bearcat Country, Cincinnati Reds, riding third, heading for home, the Ohio State Bucknuts, the Ice Bar. And they follow me on all my social media platforms, all under Sports with Strawberry Ice. I'm on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok. The Twitter handle is at Jeff A TikTok is at Iceman 90. I hope to pull off the sound later on tonight and put it up on the podcast. Um, it wouldn't let me last night. I'm having issues with anchor i gotta figure out what's going on with that but it, they they will be up there eventually if you guys like the podcast uh but if you ever listen to the podcast make sure you rate like and review give me a five-star review please download please uh, leave a comment so other cincinnati fans can find my podcast i would greatly appreciate it youtubers we're at one thousand four hundred and five subscribers that is awesome as always i appreciate every single one of you guys i'm trying to get to two thousand uh before by the super bowl that would be awesome the Bengals are in the Super Bowl. The Bengals win the Super Bowl. And Strawberry Ice hits 2,000 subscribers. That would be great. So tell your friends, tell your neighbors about sports with Strawberry Ice. Get them to subscribe. I would greatly appreciate it. And as my boy, Jeremy, Dimebag these Nuts likes to say, remember one thing and one thing only, and that is you don't live in Cleveland, you live in Cincinnati, so act like it. day? I guess we go watch some World Series baseball night and other than that that's just sports baby see ya!
0: Stripes, stripes, in the night, ooh, yeah. stripes in our veins, sparks gonna fly ooh, yeah. The beast is awake, orange, black, and white Cause when the jungle come alive, who we ignite Cincinnati, we gon' rise uh, in In the jungle, we unite enough. awe orange and black and white the leash in the jungle, dripping heat. Tigers strike the city streets. East side stand up, west side stand up. If you weapon, who they? Time to put your hands up. Single stripes, we in it. New day, new age, yeah we get it. Cincinnati jungle, fit it. Who they in our house? We win it. Orange and black and white, we build it. earned our stripes, you know we kill it. Bleed our colors, jungle dripping, nasty natty, yeah we live it. on the jungle when we we'll flex that who they muscle on flex. Cincinnati, we gon' rise in the uh, in the jungle. no no